Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. This podcast is part of a series I'm currently doing entitled, Who is Jesus? That question is a question that every person has to answer for themselves. Of course, the ultimate answer is found in the Word of God, and that's where we're looking. Today, we go back into the Old Testament to one of the most familiar prophets in the Old Testament, Isaiah. And some 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah penned these words in chapter 7, verse 14. He said, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. There was a prophecy concerning the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that prophecy was most certainly fulfilled to the very T. One of the uh, disciples of Christ, the followers of Christ, one of his apostles, as a matter of fact, Matthew, who was also called Levi, wrote the first gospel in uh, the New Testament. And in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, he said this, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. And Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son and he called his name Jesus. And there, of course, is the story, the real story of Christmas. And there is the fulfillment of that 700-year-old prophecy among many other prophecies that a virgin would bear a son. And that, of course, is a great miracle. And really, all of the Christian faith hinges on that important point. A virgin would bear a son. As we have talked about in previous podcasts, Jesus is God of very God. He is the eternal God. He always existed. But in the awesome, gracious plan of our sovereign Father, He would come to this earth and He would uh, come and be come a human while still fully God he would be fully human and and that's that's exactly what happened I one time uh, when I was researching to do a, a, a message on this a sermon I came across a, a little quote I don't even remember where I came across it now but <clears throat> it was about a child and children were asked about Christmas and one child said uh, this that uh, Jesus came to earth and he was mailed to us through an envelope and the envelope was Mary. 
And there in that, uh, uh, the simplicity of a child was a profound truth. Jesus, who always existed, chose to be born on this earth through a young woman named Mary, an unknown, uh, just a, another normal human being like all the rest of us. And if you want to read the story, go to Luke chapter 1, where uh, the angel Gabriel appeared to this young woman. Can you just imagine that? And said, uh, uh, Mary, you are blessed. And, and went on to tell her that she would be with child. And Mary said, how can this be uh, since I've never known a man? And, she, and, and the angel said, you will be overshadowed by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, God of very God, that third person of the triune Godhead, would implant in Mary's womb this wonderful one we call Jesus. And so Mary became the envelope of the delivery, the delivery method that, that God used to uh, deliver Jesus to us. And, and uh, the original prophecy in Isaiah chapter 7 said that uh, his name would be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And there it is. God came to be with us. John chapter 1, verse 14, says this, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we saw His glory, glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. What a wonderful thought there. The Word of God. And here in John chapter 1, and I talked about this in, in a, a previous podcast uh, in this series, about how Jesus was the eternal God and, and, and in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. And obviously this Word, uh, that's the way John was uh, stating it, uh, this Word is Jesus Christ. The Word, the eternal God, became flesh. Uh, he didn't begin his life or his existence there. He always existed. But he began his existence as a human being there in Mary's womb when the Holy Spirit implanted him there. He became flesh, and John said he dwelt among us. That word dwelt there uh, could also be translated tabernacled among us, and it gave uh, those readers, uh, those original readers of John, it gave them a word picture that they would have understood, tabernacled among us. In the Old Testament, when the Israelites came out of Egypt, and God gave them uh, the pattern to build the tabernacle. They built the tabernacle, and, and there were 12 tribes uh, of, of Israelites. And so three of the tribes were on the north side of the tabernacle, three on the south side, three on the west side, and three on the east side. In other words, the children of Israel surrounded, they camped around the tabernacle. The tabernacle was in the midst of them, and in that tabernacle there was a place called the Holy of Holies that only one man, only one time per year could go in, and there uh, dwelt the glory of God. It symbolized the presence of God among them. And so that was what would have been in the mind of these readers when they read this verse. And he became flesh and tabernacled among us. Jesus came to live among the human race. Think about that for a moment. Almighty God, eternal God, who created everything that exists, including Mary and Mary's womb, chose to limit himself to become 
a preborn child, a, a, a fetus, an embryo, and a fetus inside of a womb, a developing human being. And he was born. And, and this is God, God being born through a woman here into, into, to be uh, among us, to come to live, to tabernacle among us. And that's ex exactly what happened. And it says uh, in John 1:14, we saw his glory, glory as of the only begotten. That word is the, uh, the one and only, the one and only unique one from the Father. There's only one like him. There'll ever only ever be one Son of God, capital S, God the Son. We saw his glory full of grace and truth. Um, and wow, there it is. Uh, he he came to bring God's truth because he is God and he, and, and he is truth. He said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, we saw the truth of God there, but we saw the grace of God, the undeserved, unearned, unmerited favor of God, all wrapped up in this one God-man, this human Jesus Christ. Uh, and... and um, Jesus said, uh, nobody's ever seen the Father, but he said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And so God came and put on human flesh, wrapped himself in human flesh, and chose to be Emmanuel, God with us. And Joseph was instructed in that dream by that angel to name him Jesus, because that name means salvation. He shall save his people from their sins. What a wonderful, awesome thing. Um, I love what uh, Hebrews chapter 2 says. And, and Hebrews chapter 2, verses 17 and 18, it says, Therefore he, Jesus, had to be made like his brethren in all things, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God, to make propitiation or satisfaction for the sins of the people. For since he himself was tempted... In that which he has suffered, he is able to come to the aid of those who are tempted. And then in, in, in chapter 4 of Hebrews, verse 15, it says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. And so uh, the truth of, of the Christmas story and, and uh, the truth of who Jesus is, he is the eternal God who chose to limit himself, to humble himself, to be born uh, through a woman, uh, conceived of by the Holy Spirit, to be born a human being, to come and tabernacle, to live, to dwell among us. And he came here to experience all that we experience yet without sin. Yet without sin, he did not come at the seed of a man. It was the seed of the woman. And that the seed that was implanted in him was divine seed by the Holy Spirit of God. He didn't have that sin nature, and yet, and yet he experienced the full brunt of all the temptation that we experience. And, and the full brunt of all the temptation that we experience, and yet did not sin. He lived among us a sinless life, fully God, fully man, completely tempted, totally without sin, and yet he came so that he could uh, take our sin upon himself and, and uh, die uh, and be separated from the Father for that period of time 
to pay in full for our sin. That's what that word propitiation means. He became the full satisfaction. It's like the, the debt was fully paid, fully paid. That's what he came to do. He said, I came to seek and to save those who are lost. God with us. That's who Jesus is. He is the fully human man who was also fully God who came to live among us. Well, those are some good thoughts to ponder today, and I hope that you'll take some time to think about that and to praise him for it. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.